next Sunday and the Sunday after are going to be at the Minnesota State Fair. The whole gang here on My Talk 1071. So make sure you stop on out to our booth up on Machinery Hill there. I think we're next to Martha's Cookies, right? Is it just, I think so. I can't remember now. It's been a so. whole year. You remember? My memory's very good, but it's very short. So I can't. But anyway, so that that's our new, our new permanent place. So, all right, here we go. Uh, what did the frog wear with her dress? A dad joke. Remember, dumb, dumb, dumb dad joke. What What do you think? What What's it, Brian? What's your cho- choice? Anything come to mind? Well, immediately like flipper, flapper. I don't. Oh, I don't okay. know. Okay, like this is a frog. Frogs. Yeah. Okay, uh, Rachel, do you have any thought on it? Oh, man, I have no idea. Okay, what did the frog wear with her dress? Open-toed shoes. Oh. Open-toed <laughs> right. shoes. Technically, you should, what, what did the toad wear with her dress? Mm. Open-toed. Those are frogs are different. In case nobody... Mm. See, there's, I don't know who this is, but this is really interesting. Whoever this is, it's called Life Hacks 2021. They're already up to October. <laughs> Okay, and there's one here that's uh, is is perfect for everybody. Spiders hate peppermint or peppermint oil. Add some to a spray bottle with water. Spray your garbage and all our garage and all door frames, and then watch the spiders run. So put spray peppermint oil and spray some squirt in a squirt bottle and spray it around. So whoever has this life hacks, that's pretty cool. I don't know, maybe that's Donna that has the. That sounds like something that something Donna would do. Or oh, maybe yeah. Bradley. Or I don't know. Clean. I don't know who sits in the driver's seat during the day. I have no idea what each show where anybody sits. I have no idea. I think Donna sits here. And Steve, when he's in, I think is on the... Well, who knows? Or over there. I have no idea. Okay, back to the calls. Okay, who's been holding on for a long time here? Yeah, so we got Stephanie, who has a dog that's scratching uncontrollably. All right. Hi, Stephanie. How you doing? I'm good, Katie. How are you? Good. Thanks for holding on. What kind of pupper do you have? Um, she is a pity shepherd chow mix. You've helped her with barking problems in the past. Oh, and how'd it go? Did she bark? Good. She, oh, good. She's listening. She, well, she's a pity. She listens when she wants to. Okay, listen. there you go. There you go. And um, okay, uh, is she overweight? Um, she was astray when I got her, so she was severely underweight. So. Okay. Based on who she is, she could probably lose a couple pounds. Okay, maybe. okay, okay. And then what food are you feeding? Nature source. Okay, switch what? it up. Okay. Now, are you giving any supplements? Uh, I, like omega sixes. Yep. I put on there. Um, I do do some solid gold wet. Okay. No, that doesn't have any omega threes and sixes in it. Yeah. No. 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 This is straight up omega three. Oh, okay. In a bottle. Oh, that one. Okay, I'm thinking solid gold food. Sorry about that. (laughs) Okay, because usually now, is this seem to be, is this ongoing or just seasonal, or did it just start uh, like in a couple, last couple weeks, or what's going on? What's the history of it? It's got to be, it's got to be anxiety, because I'm thinking it's anxiety. I'm calling to see what you think. Okay. On Wednesday, we uh, had to put down my 16-year-old Chihuahua. Ooh, okay. And... She was his protector. Okay, yeah. And now she doesn't know what to do with herself, so I know it's it's kind of anxiety, but, I mean, it is incessant. Okay. It's. I mean, she scratched part of her face where oh. it was bleeding. I oh. don't know what to do. Oh, okay. You know, okay. I, I yeah. have some CBD I've been giving her. I gave her some Benadryl at night. My vet said that that was okay. Yes. I, that I'm go? not quite sure what else to do. Okay, how did the Benadryl work? Did it work? She sleeps through the night. Oh, I bet she, she does. You know, 
you know, but, but it, like during the day, I don't give it to her because it's not the non-drowsy right, formula. Right. So right. I, I'm not quite sure how much to give her. Okay. I'd rather do something natural if possible. Right. How many pounds is she? I would say 35. Okay. Okay. And then, um, now did this start after you have to put put your little one down or was it? Uh, I think it started worse? the weekend he went downhill. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause it can be stress induced. It really can, you know, be, uh, that for sure. Now, now you have any other dogs or is this the last one now? Um, I have a dog and then a cat. They're all rescues straight. Okay. That well, thank you for rescuing. Thank you. So. Thank you. Okay. Um, because what you can do is you, obviously you can give, uh, like canned sardines and water. Okay, but I th- okay. really think that because this is kind of a stress thing, what you need to do is maybe uh, get the book Brain Games for Dogs. Get her mind. Oh, yeah, on- I got that already. Oh, good. Yep. Start. I bought these. You've helped me before. Oh, I have thank all you. All right, God. I'm so <laughs> impressed. I'm so impressed. Okay, because my guess is that it's. Uh, it's not a skin thing, that it is an anxiety thing. And so, yeah, the CBD oil is good. Uh, you could try stress-free from springtime. Uh, try, okay. um, did you say you have another dog or is this the only dog now? The only dog and then a cat. Okay, okay. I, what I would try is rescue remedy in the water. A couple okay. drops of rescue remedy. All right. And so, but then the big thing is just to try to drain the brain, you know, uh, because exercise, everybody wants to walk and walk. All that does is physical exercise, okay? But when you make the dog actually think and learn something, you know, like tricks and such, that really calms them down and gives them something else to focus on other than um, the house is, there, is wrong right now, <laughs> okay? okay? And so that's what I would do with that. And like I said, CBD oil. But see, the, the what I'm hearing and I understand from people that understand CBD oil is that there's so many forms of CBD oil over there, out there. Uh, the chewable ones, it's, it's a step process, so it's not as potent, okay? Whereas okay. if you, the best is to get the liquid form, but then which one? Now, they're obviously the same size bottle, one's 26 and 152. Why is that? It's because of how it was formulated. Now, uh, Dana did a really good, you can Google it, but Dana did a really good what constitutes good CBD oil, what to look for, if you know what's the better okay. ones. Uh, if you go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com and put in CBD oil, I think she does uh, carry a line also, but she gives you, the uh, so you could understand when you're out there and wading through all this, understand what you're buying. Because like I say, some of the ones that what they bought were the lower forms, and so of course it's just not going to work like if you've got it in the better form, all right? Okay, well, and, the one that I got was um, recommended by the rescue. Oh, okay, okay, but look into... Have, so. Okay, yep. Yeah, but it's a chew versus a liquid. I think the liquid goes well because she's kind of... Yep. She was astray when I, before okay. I uh, rescued her, and so she's kind of wary of anything she does. Oh, yep, I can imagine. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so yep. this rescue remedy, where can I get that? Uh, rescue remedy, you can get, get, you get the pet one because it doesn't have the alcohol in it like human form okay. so at health food stores you can carry you can check online to see rescue remedies for pets all right okay. and like two drops just use a standard water bowl don't use like a five gallon bucket or something like that you know okay. just a standard and then put a couple drops of rescue remedy in it every time you fill the bowl up all right and so that hopefully will steady her out a little bit uh, and at night if she's itching at night give her you know just uh, like a so you said with 35 pounds, you can, you can give her like a Benadryl, you know, before she goes okay. to, you know, like an hour before she goes to bed or whatever type thing, you know, you could put it in, um, 
uh, like a canned pumpkin, plain yogurt. A lot of dogs will okay. take medicine in. Uh, and sometimes if this is a capsule, I just break open the capsule and mix it, and I have a better chance of getting the dog to eat it. Okay. All right. And then, because um, everybody uses peanut butter, and I just that's so fattening. And then not a lot of peanut butter is made with xylitol, so you got to pay attention because that can poison the dogs. So, okay. uh, but anyway, but that's what I would do. But I really feel this is because if it seemed to trigger with the loss, you know, and she's picking up on your emotions too. You're a mess. And so then she's, you know, she's thinking, you know, everybody's in the household is the, the, the feeling in the house is very down and, and very sad, uh, uh, of course. And so that's why, you know, it's, it's a, just a whole thing that is kind of, you got to stabilize out here, hit a new beat, and then hopefully you can move forward with that. Okay. 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 Right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, I really kiddo. I greatly appreciate it. I'm okay. sorry for your loss. Thank you. Take I appreciate it. Bye bye. Yeah, I'll tell you, losing those kids is not good. But 16, boy, she's a good mom to get them 16. That's awesome. So anyway, where we're at. All right. Are we ready to go? What time is it? Oh, we're about a minute. A minute? A minute early. Okay, a minute early. Hey, we're grinding down, so now if you got a question, don't wait until the last second. Give a holler, 651-641-1071. And now... Um, uh, we were talking about, you know, feeding dogs. Now, one thing when it comes to can feed, when you feed cans to dogs or cats, if you don't use the whole can, then always cap it. You can put it in the fridge, but don't when you take it out of the fridge, don't feed it a cold. Most dogs and cats don't like things that are cold. So what I do if I like with the canned cat foods, you know, I put it's you know it's in the fridge. I take it out, I put it in the bowl, and I put a bit of hot water on it, and then stir it up, and so now it brings it to room temperature. So that's what you want to be able to do is to always, you know, like can't or anything cold. Now, the exception to that for dogs is like a lot of puppies love to chew on ice cubes because it feels good on their teeth as they start losing their teeth. It's like a, a teething ring. So, you know, pay attention to that. And some, you remember, I don't know about you. Have you ever swallowed an ice cube, Brian? Oh, yeah. Oh. Pretty brutal. Oh, brutal's an understatement. And so that's why sometimes folks, uh, you know, it depends on what the pup does with it, if he's dainty about it. But then you might want to chop up some ice cubes so you don't have to worry about them swallowing that cube when they're digging around with it. Because, boy, I, I, there's been two times where I've swallowed a whole cube. Of course, not my choice, but it wasn't paying attention. And it wasn't even with a cocktail. <laughs> That's really sad. Oh my God. I even had my wits about me. So, but anyway, so so uh, so anytime you're you're dealing with a food, always cap it. They've got those plastic caps. Cap it. You can put it in the fridge, and then when you're ready to feed it, take it out, put it in the dish, put hot tap water on it, mix it up a little bit, bring it to room temperature, and then you do accordingly. And a lot of people use canned dog food. I don't know why, because the only time I use cat dog food canned dog food is if I, uh, the dog will not take the medicines, all right? Uh, but, uh, but a lot of people want to top the, what they're feeding with the can like a treat. But then all of a sudden, guess what? Fluffy and Fido are fat. They're waddly. They didn't need the extra calories of that canned food. So if you choose to do the canned food, then cut back on the kibble, all right? Because like I said, and then now we're going to be rehydrating the kibble, right? We're not going to be feeding dry food dry. We're going to soak it in water till it's fairly soft and then feed it that way. So now the dog's digestive system is, is better. Right? All right. So canned food, what else do I got here? Okay, how to store the dog food. We're going to talk about that, how to store just regular kibble food. People don't realize a lot of them store it wrong. And so what happens is that it starts uh, depreciating, whereas 
the minute you open your bag of dry food, the, as soon as oxygen gets to it, it's it's breaking it down. It's making it stale. And then how you store it, most people throw it into a tote, you know, and empty it into it. And totes are plastic, okay? So that means that it grabs fat and brings it in. And if you it holds it in there, and then it goes rancid. And so when, when you notice your dog food is shiny, that's the fat they spray on it before it goes into the, that kind of gives it the smell so dogs want it. Because um, dogs love smellability. So that's why that fat, so that when you pour it into the tote, the, the, then the, the pores open, grabs fat, pulls it in. The bin is getting less and less. You get some new food, you dump it in. Those pores reopen and spews the rancidity into the new food. So annoyingly, you're giving your dog not such good food. That's why you're better off to buy the six pound or eight pound bags like I did with my 90 pound Zelda I can I you know like I buy seven bags that are different flavors or formulas and then I take out what I need and then I burp the air out and then I fold it over and clip it and that's a better way of, of feeding your dog is getting smaller bags so that you go through it faster and dogs remember need variety 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 the more variety you can get into your dog then and at first you do, you know you remember you got to rotate it in if they've never had it so they don't get the runs you know and every dog's system is different it might be the you know like a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old oh <laughs> there we go thank you i have to look up once in a while okay we'll be right back hold on oh what are we gonna do here um let's see how many toes does a cat have on each back paw we'll be back all right okay how many toes does a cat have on each back paw on each back paw do you have any guesses i was was, those guys were looking very intrigued into the computer uh screen and i'm going okay they're looking up cats and starting to count the the toes of the back paws but you said no nope we weren't okay so what what do you think uh let's go with two all right two toes on their back paws what do you think rachel oh man five okay Okay, there are five toes on their front paws. Okay, oh. five, the, uh, cats have five toes on their front paws. All right, but their back paws only have four toes. Oh, So there you go. Yes, yes, yes. And so there you have it. So you know what was so funny when I came across that oh, uh, yeah, question a while back? I went home and I said, I never paid any attention to how many toes were on the cat. So it's like, how many cats have I had? And I've never really paid attention. When I'm clipping toenails, I'm not going one toe, two toe, three toe. I'm just clip, clip, clipping on to the next one. So anyway, okay, who's up? All right, we have Jessica, who has a dog that is that has a jumping uncontrollably problem, I guess. All uh, right, jump, 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 jump. That's what dogs do. All right, hi, how you doing? Hello. Hi, oh, there you how are. are you? Good, good. How about yourself? I'm uh, doing great. My mom's making us a nice dinner right now, oh, so we're happy. <laughs> what do they make? What's she making? She's doing breakfast for dinner. Good, so I love like that. that. I love that. Love breakfast for dinner. Pancakes, hash browns, yep. sausage. Oh, now Watermelon, I'm hungry. eggs, bacon, the whole, nice. the whole Oh, excellent. All right, what can I do? So what kind of pupper do you have? So we have a year and a half old golden doodle. Okay. And my issue with her is she jumps. Mm-hmm. And when somebody comes over, so mm-hmm. one of my daughter's friends or my mom, my sister, mm-hmm. and I have to hold her, you know, like you're supposed to, 
and she's very strong. She's a good-sized dog, and she almost gets what seems like anxiety, like she's panting and sweating and just wants to get to the person, and she's very happy. She's wagging her tail. She just wants to play. Right. But, of course, no one wants to get near her because... She's a law factor. (laughs) Yes, she's jumping like crazy. You betcha. Now, do you use any kind of training collar with her? No, I have not. You're using a harness? Yes. Okay, harnesses restrain. They don't train. All it does is you get good upper body strength and maybe some good leg muscles to restrain the dog back. All right. So what you want to do is you want to invest in a star S T A R Mark collar, star Mark collar. You can get it on Amazon. Okay. Or I got them up at Katie's Canines and you want the large. Okay. Okay. And anyway, so you're going to put that on. She used to having any kind of collar on her. Oh yeah. Oh good. Okay. So when you first put the star Mark collar on, it should just slide over her head and slide off. You don't want it snug. You want a little bit loose because that's part of the reward that when she's paying attention, there is no collar pressure. Okay. And then okay. when you first put it on, put it on with her buckle collar so it crosses. Okay, so because at first, you know, she might, what was that feeling? It might freak her out because she doesn't understand that feeling, right? So you put it on. You slide it on. Her, you slide it on and you've you got, yeah, you take, take the don't, take the harness off, okay? Or just yep. you work out. So, so you got, she's got her buckle collar on or her street collar. Slide yep. on the star mark collar. Hook your leash to the ring that's on the star mark collar. Okay. And okay. then just give it a, 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 not a pull. It's a pop, a snap, a jerk. You want her okay. shoulder to be by your left leg as you're walking. You don't want her ever to scan in front of you because now she's a leader and you're the peon. And so she, why should I listen to you? Do any time, anything, anything in the house, any place because I'm in charge and you're not. All right. Mm-hmm. So we want her to walk right. politely. And then at any time on your walk, you could stop and say, okay, free or whatever, and put a long line on her and let her do the sniffies. But then once you're going to proceed forward on your walk, you call her back in. And now she's walking politely with you as a team. You have to build teamwork so the dog learns to look to you for direction. Because a lot of people want to take, well, I just want the dog to come. Well, how does he walk in and leash? Well, he doesn't. Well, it's not, you can't just, dogs do things for us out of respect and trust that we have worked together as a team and earned, all right? Everything mm-hmm. builds on each other. So the first thing would be walking on a lease nice, get her used to that training collar. Okay, now, when people come over to the house, you ready? Yep. You're going to have that, you're going to set her up. When somebody's coming up, over, now how many people live in the house? Uh, just the two of us. It's myself and my 10 year old daughter. Okay. So then what you're going to do then is that you're going to be, uh, let's say you're going to start out. You're going to work the dog and you're going to have your daughter go outside, knock on the door. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then when you're ready, now you're going to be facing east and west that she's coming in north and south. So people walk past you and not into you. All right. Now, what I would do is that I would, at first here, take the leash. you got a six-foot leash, okay? I don't care if it's okay. nylon or whatever. Okay, and what you're going to do is you're going to stand on it with both feet. So when she's standing, that her head is dipped a little bit, but if she sits, the collar goes a little looser. And if she lays, mm-hmm. the collar goes totally loose. Okay, so hold on to that. we got to run to break, and we'll come back and finish this, and we're going to start having good manners, okay? Okay. Okay, okay. hold on. Okay, did you hear about the guy that invented knock-knock chokes? We'll be right back. Yay, team. Hot diggity, do diggity. All right. Uh, did you hear about the guy that invented knockdown jokes? I did not. Guess what? He just won the 
Nobel Prize. <laughs> there you go. Dad joke. Dad jokes. Oh, yeah. The Nobel Prize. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. All right. Let's go back to, is it Jessica? Yes. Okay, Jessica, you're all set? Oh, yes. Okay, yes. so we got the training collar. You can try this with the plain buckle collar right now if you want. Don't do it with the harness, but if you want to try it tonight, okay? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so uh, so now you're facing east and west. Company's coming in north and south. Now you're going to tell all your company, don't look at the dog, don't touch the dog, walk on by. You can say hi to me, but don't touch or say anything to the dog. Just walk on by. Okay. You're going to tell them to go sit in the living room, the deck, wherever, all right? Okay, okay. so now you're standing on the leash. Where, where, put a knot in the leash so you know exactly where to stand, stand on it. Don't pin the dog to the ground. What we're after is when she's about ready to jump out at that person, she corrects mm-hmm. herself. So make sure you put both feet on so you'd and hold the leash with the uh, other hand. You know, the like the hoop of the leash, the handle of the leash yeah. is in your right hand. And then remember, the dog's on your left side. Okay, now if she jumps out, she's going to like correct herself. Then she's going to try it again. Usually by the third time, they all of a sudden stand and go, what the hey? And then all of a sudden they're sitting. And all of a sudden, they either remain sitting or they, they lay down. Because what you want is that when they sit, the collar's a little bit loose, but not real loose until they lay down. All right? So now, now okay, now everybody went in and they're sitting out on the deck. So you close your door, you walk out, and now you're going to go sit on the deck and pull your chair out so that you can still be a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. But the dog can't get to it. Now put three quarters of your leash on the seat of the chair that you're going to sit in and sit on the leash. All right. Now you just want the dog to have enough leash that if he lays down, she doesn't hang herself. You want the collar loose. All right. Now take your wrist or your uh, hand and hold your other wrist and just hold it in your lap. Now this is called the invisible dog. And what you're going to do is you're going to practice this throughout, you know, like three times every day. So you get good at it and the dog gets good at it. But this is what you're going to use this invisible dog for. Now don't look at the dog. Don't touch the dog. Now if she mm-hmm. tries to come up into your face like hi, 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 or here comes the pause, turn your head sideways because that's a calming signal to the dog and your hand is on your wrist. Extend your hand out towards the dog and bump them and just say, ah. Just like that, or hey, just like that, but don't look at the dog. Like, on their head, just go, no. No, 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 you've got your hand on your wrist, and it's resting in your lap. Okay, and here yep. comes her face, and she's a big dog, right? So her yep. paws are, and so, so, so you turn your head to the right or to the left, whatever way you want. Extend your arms straight out from your lap and bump them. Ah, just like that. Because what you're doing is it making it uncomfortable for the dog to come up into your face in space. All right. And so okay. then what's going to happen with the dog is going to learn that, okay, that's not a good thing to do. Apparently mom doesn't like that. And then pretty soon they're going to stay in there and then eventually they're going to lay down. And now what you're teaching the dog to do is to calm themselves down by themselves. And that's mm-hmm. very, very important. When people have high energy dogs, what they do is they want to run them and run them and run them to try to tucker them out. All that does is build an athlete. What used to take a half hour to tucker, then it's an hour, then it's two hours and they're running marathons. So what what you want to do is teach the dog how to calm themselves down by themselves without any help from you. So now when you sit on the leash and ignore the dog, don't look at him, don't talk to him, don't do anything. Hand on your wrist and then rest it in your lap. Okay. And then eventually when she gets used to this exercise, as you practice it, you could talk on the phone, uh, do emails, uh, you know, write letters, whatever you want to do. But, okay. but what you're doing is you're teaching her to calm herself down by herself. Okay. So now, you know, she's getting used to the people that have come over, whether it's one person or 10 people, she's getting mm-hmm. used to their sounds and their smells. 
And so now once she finally lays down and she's been laying for like maybe five, ten minutes where she just seems kind of like, okay, whatever. Don't take the leash off. Just get off the leash and let her figure out she's free. Now she can go up. She's dragging the leash. And then just tell everybody not to go nuts. And how is your, what are you doing? Don't stand her over the edge. Tell people to just kind of hand their hand over the, uh, uh, their hand over like the arm of the chair and give little tickles like, hey, buddy, how you doing? You know, stay calm. Be what you want the dog to be. And if some people can't do that, then you get up and the dog's starting to squirrel out. Pick up the leash, come on back, sit back on the leash and just continue your conversation. And so the dog can just hang out and be a part of it, but not be poking and jumping at everybody. Okay. Let's say you're out for a walk and you meet somebody like one of your neighbors or whatever, and the dog's like, I know you, I know you. <laughs> okay. So you stop. Okay. And then you're going to take your, you got both hands on your leash. Take your left hand off the leash and step on it. Remember, you're going to put that knot so you know where to step both feet on the leash. Remember, you don't want her to pin her to the ground. You just want when she's standing on all fours, her head is dipped a little bit. Okay. And just stay in there. And then. So that knot would be pretty close to where it connects to her collar. No, no, it's, it's probably, no. you said she's a big dog. How many pounds is she? She's probably like 55. 60. Okay, yeah, so it'll probably be at least 10, 12 inches from the hook, if not more. Okay. Okay. 10, okay. Yeah, so at least that is what, because you don't want to pin her to the ground. You just want to, yeah. if she tries to go forward, she corrects herself. And so okay. anytime people come into the house, you stand on that leash, ignore the dog, and then you go out for a walk. If she's walking politely, great. And then anytime during the walk, you can say, you know, free and let her do the sniffies or whatever. But then when she mm-hmm. comes back, she's walking with you. And then, like, if you meet somebody, if she tries to jump at somebody, then you stop. Say, just a minute. Step on the leash. Put both feet on so when she jumps forward, she doesn't, you know, knock you over. Okay? And then mm-hmm. just ignore her. And then let her free. And all of a sudden, she's going to realize um, the more you do this, what's going to happen. And you can practice between you and your daughter too. Like you're out and then she, your daughter walks up to you with the dog or you vice versa. She has a dog and you walk up to her, but the dog, nobody can pet that dog until that dog is sitting. All right. If the dog is still okay. standing, nope. And she, and she never sits or, you know, then she doesn't get pet, petted that time. And pretty soon she's going to catch on pretty fast. Hey, if I may okay. remain calm, I get petted, but make sure people stay calm because a golden doodle are very, high energy dogs because you got the silliness of a golden and the smartness cleverness uh and kind of will of the 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 poodle and so they all they they stay very nutty and so the whole the way you just got to figure out ways to control the energy not scream and yell or jerk or jerk or jerk just stay steady and calm be what you want the dog to be if she's being naughty ah 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 that's enough just settle that is enough. Talk real calm to the dog. Because I'm normally loud and obnoxious person. But when I'm around dogs and kids, I calm myself because I want to be what the dog, I want the dog to be. So if the dog is acting really silly, then I, ah, 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 wrong. Side profile to the dog because that's a calming signal. Okay. And then I'll stand on the leash until the dog settles down. And once the dog settles down, then I'll calmly get off the leash and just proceed forward what we were trying to work with but if you start jerking and slam, you know and then it just goes it just goes over the edge and you're going to see with the star mark collar what it does is has little blunt pyramids on the inside and it pokes the dog you know how for let's say i'm by you and i want your attention i'm going hello and if you don't give it to me i poke you and hello and if you don't give it to me then i poke you harder pretty soon you look at me like what do you want that's what this collar does it pokes the dog okay it doesn't hurt him and i would never put any Anything on a dog that would hurt them. But you just have to remember that the collar has to slide on and slide off. You do not want it to be snug. Okay? 
Okay. Okay. Do you leave the dog in full coat or is it kind of semi-shaved or what? Let it off. I'm just taking notes. Uh, no, she gets groomed. Okay. Because um, if you have a really, if you yeah. you know, if you keep them in full coat, real fluffy, that star mark collar sometimes will work and sometimes won't because otherwise the fluffy coat kind of cushions it and they don't listen. So if you keep her kind no, of on a minute. not you, real fluffy. Oh, good, no, good, no. good. I keep her trimmed down okay. a little bit. Just yeah. remember you give it a pop. It's now the, it's, everybody thinks it's the uh, muscle behind training collars and it's mm-hmm. not. It's the quickness of the pop. Okay. It's a pop, not a pull. Yeah. It's a pop. Okay, and the, just a quick pop. You know how you, if you do, yeah. let's say you put your hand at the side of your, you know, at the at your side right now, and just mm-hmm. flick your wrist real quickly backwards. You know, like toward, like behind you. Just quick, mm-hmm. snap it. Okay, just a pop. Okay, pop. how you would poke somebody. You don't sit there and push and push and push and push. No, you give it a poke. All right, and that's what you want is a poke to the dog. All right. Okay. So you're going to stand on the leash. So you've got control of the situation. You have to do it all the time when somebody tell everybody, nobody just walks in. Okay. And nobody acknowledges the dog either until later. Right. But tell everybody, okay. please, when you come, we're working on door manners. Please, you know, knock on the door and let us. And now she's, does she bark when somebody comes over? No, no, oh, good. she does okay, not. She just, oh, good. She just wants to wear people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so just practice stepping on a leash. You're going to get really good at it, and just stay calm. And I'll make, hold the, the right hand holds the handle, and you want to use a six-foot leash, okay? So that when you stand on it, you're not like Quasimodo bent over, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, yeah, okay. yeah. But that, you'll be, you'll be really and surprised. And then when you said when we were visiting, right, and I bring the dog, do I physically on my chair, I put the leash and I just sit on it so that then she's got about 10 to 12 inches. Well, no, when you're sitting, when you're sitting on the leash, when you're sitting on the bulk of the leash, like three quarters of the leash you're sitting on, what you want is when she lays that the collar stays loose. You give her too much leash, she'll wrap you up and you give a too short leash, she'll hang herself. So you've got to look like when you sit on the leash, how much leash does she need? And like okay. I say, practice this. If you've got a minute, sit on the leash and ignore the dog. you got 10 mm-hmm. minutes, sit on the leash. you got a half hour. Practice this when you don't need it, when company's coming, so she gets mm-hmm. used to calming herself down. And when you practice this, you don't need the training collar. You can just use a regular buckle collar, all right? But but we want the training collar when people come over because that's more of a high wah factor, so we got to be able to get into her head. But when you're practicing this, you can just hook the nylon leash to the nylon collar and the bulk mm-hmm. of it, sit on it, ignore the dog. Watch TV, read a book, have a cup of coffee. You got a minute, five minutes, a half hour. Practice yeah. this at least three times every day. You, both you and your daughter. So you'll get good at this and the dog gets better at calming themselves down. Okay? Yeah, whenever I'm just sitting doing something, she'll come and sit next to me and constantly put her paws yep. on me yep. in her head and like she wants well, what she's, she's no, what she's doing, she's training you. Look at me, look at me. Hey, you, hey, you, yep. look at me, look at me. Now you're yep. going to ignore. You're going to turn your head sideways, so side profile is a calming signal. Extend your arms out and give her a growl. Hey, just like that. But don't look at her because otherwise the dog looks at you and go, ah, made you look, made you look, ha, 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 ha. So you, okay. want to, you, you want her to calm herself down and she'll get better. It usually be about three days. You'll notice a huge difference. She's going to calm down quicker and easier. And then things will and practice with you guys first and then start inviting people over one, two, three at a time. And so mm-hmm. then everybody knows the gig. Sometimes you work the dog or sometimes your daughter works the dog. Okay. Okay. And how long do you think we should use that? 
star mark. Collar. Until you start getting learning. Until the dog, you know, listens to your words. You know, you got to stay in control. Dogs learn by trial and error. They do this, this happens, they do that, that happens. So when she starts listening and paying attention, sign up for one of my start here classes, you know, so we can get you organized, you know, door manners, walking on a leash, you know, and mm-hmm. the word come, uh, leave it, you know, things like that. And we're just always working. We're shaping for the behavior that we need. And so that the dog is looking to us for directions. Okay. Okay. And you said it's called start here classes yep. that you have there in Hugo. Yep. Yep. This is a one time okay. hour and a half class. Okay. One yeah. time. Oh. One time, hour one and a half. And yeah, it's unbelievable what we can get done in an hour and a half. So if you go to mytalk1071.com, go to my show page, and then mm-hmm. my website's there. Just click on that, and then you can see the schedule, what's coming up. Okay? Cool. Okay. Okay. Thank okay you, you betcha. Take care. all of your help. No. Yeah, you take care, too. You bet. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks Bye-bye. for the call. All right. Okay, where do whales go on their dates? Where do whales go on their dates? We'll be back. All right, you're winding down another week. Boy, Brian, you're nailing it. That's pretty cool. I didn't see Rachel have to come over and say, okay, you. I don't know. I can't see her from where I'm sitting until I really move over. So I'm saying, well, maybe she's been yelling from that side to you. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But all in all, we did no glitches or glasses or nothing. So you guys, what a team. What a team. There we go. You bet. You're doing good. Sound pretty good there. Okay, let's take the last call of the day. Yeah, so uh, this one is from Linda, and she has a kitten that has ringworm. Oh, ringworm. Hey, Linda, how you doing? Hi, Katie. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, thanks for calling. How old's the kitten? Um, the kitten is 12 weeks now. 12 weeks. Um, okay, and long story short, okay. I adopted Mama and one of her babies right. three weeks ago. All right. Thank you. Um, they have been now diagnosed with ringworm. Yes. And have been seen by a vet. Okay. And they are both on a medication. Okay. Which is a three week treatment. Mm. Well, I'm in to four days only right now. Yeah. Mama Kitty, I can peel like a charm. Mm-hmm. Just takes it right down. Yeah. And she'll even just take it if I put it in some wrap it in wet food. Yep. Good. Baby's a whole other story. Okay. I have tried and tried, and she keeps spitting it oh, out, spitting it out. I know, doing cats are really... Now, do you only have one kitten in the mom? Um, we also have a 15-year-old male. Okay. So and we have kept the mama and baby, you know, separate. Good, good, good. In the laundry room, we also have a dog. Nice. And it's, I washed and disinfected yeah. everything, blankets, <laughs> everything in my house. And yeah, I know. I think it. done all of the precautions like that. Okay. But I... Now, is it a pill? Yes. Okay. It's, it's a pill. Okay. And how big is the pill? Is it like microscopic or is, is it what kind of? It, well, for the size of the baby, and she's a little, little yes, penis. Yes, yes, um, I mean, it's, it, they're cut in quarters. So okay. even to me, a quarter is fairly big. Okay. And what I'm going to say is, in desperation, I have started trying to um, mash it up. Yep. And and wrap it into the food. Okay. What I would uh, really do is uh, yeah, get a pill crusher and just pulverize okay. that thing. Because I used to do two spoons, and I've had too many pills shot out, and then I can't find them. <laughs> so, yes, yes, that happened too. Yes, and so I, I just got the pill crusher, okay, and then, you know, crush that up, and then mix it. Like, usually the best is tuna. Tuna fish, I mean, not the okay. albacore tuna, but, you know, like where it just says tuna fish, you know, where it's yeah. kind of all... 
cut up or whatever you type thing, not the albacore, because right. it has a really high smell of tuna, and you could basically almost get pie, any cat to go through that smell, okay? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, whereas yeah. you can put, yeah, you can put anything in there, and the 99% of the time will take it. So that's what I would do, pulverize the pill, and then just maybe give the kitten enough, like, in a teaspoon, not even a teaspoon of tuna and the pill, okay? okay. Because you want to make sure that the kitten gets the pill, that it doesn't exactly. start slopping all, and then you can add then you can give her more, but make sure it's room temperature. It's right. not I cold. I know that. Okay, and I've done that. Thank good. you. Yes. Good, good, good. As I a, listen to you every Sunday. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Love no, your show. Oh, thank you. But that's what I do because cats and tuna are like you know Humphrey Dumpty and whatever. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But yeah, and, so tuna is, 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 is I, huge. I wasn't sure if like like I've tried even a little bit of shaved turkey. Mm-hmm. Yep, you could try a little bit and, of crown beef. I mean, I've tried all kinds of things, yep. but. I don't know. She's, you know, yep. realizing now that, oh, there's something wrong with this right. food or yeah. what. But yeah, but no, but, but they, tried tuna. But yeah, so she'll so do get the tuna and then. Um, uh, Are you talking about in oil or water? Or water, what? in water. Okay. 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 You could do I a little bit. You could, yeah. You could try. You could try. Well, just try it with that because mo- I haven't known too many cats that'll turn down tuna, and so that's right. why if you do a little bit okay. of that, and then otherwise ground hamburger. Sometimes, um, some cats will take uh, sardine cutlets. Are okay. sardines, you know, like in a can with water. You yeah. know, they're kind of mush. Oh, I hate to smell of them things. But anyway. <laughs> My husband eats those. So oh, I know there, the smell. There you go. <laughs> and then he wants a kiss, right? <laughs> well, that's it's like, me. He's hey, not one. Yeah, well, that's what I mean, though, is that you can... Maybe the cat. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. But otherwise, sardines in a can, you can try that. Because maybe if you change it up, too. Because, it, okay. it, you know, uh, because uh, especially with that smell. So sardines in a can with water. And they do have okay. cutlet sardines and tiki cat t-i-k-i and those okay. uh, those are really nice sardines and so okay. the um but they're you know like i said they're cut up and okay. anyway so that's what you want to do is just try to figure that out and even with mom instead of popping a pill in her mouth give her mm-hmm. let her lick up you know something you know for, so that that she doesn't she's been doing wonderful i'm sorry to interrupt yeah that's she's okay been wonderful with that she is the, the mellow mellowest wonderful cat oh, nice 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 and, but if I you don't have to, if you don't have to pop a pill, it's better. You know, if they will lick the pill out, you know, and being that you're crushing them anyway, because like I say, they, then after a while, because if you got to do this for three weeks, all of a sudden yeah. it's kind of like, you know what, lady, I don't think so anymore. It's getting really ridiculous. <laughs> I know. I'm already starting to pull my hair off. You bet. Oh, oh my Trying goodness. to pill a cat is really tough. And they do have um, pill pockets that are made for cats i don't know if you've seen i know those. what they are i yes i i am experienced with animals <laughs> all right and i do know how to pill them i just cannot get this little yeah, one to no take not yet no way. like i say so there's yeah so that, uh, that's what the smell and to drown out crush the pill and you should be able to sneak it through all right okay well even I if it in. takes more than one feeding of it mm-hmm. just yep. so i just make sure get it in there into her. you got it and then what i would do is give them on some extra virgin coconut oil put a little bit on their paw okay, okay. to help their digestive system and just their coat in itself okay. uh, because that will help heal you know heals things up also yeah. too. the little one is the worst she's got lesions oh. actually her tail is looking oh terrible. lordy or oh, lordy or lordy because ah. yeah and then uh believe it or not another thing that you can do is you could take, uh, what color are the cats? Mama is calico, the baby is black and white. Okay. Uh, you could take gr- uh, either green tea or black okay. tea, make a cup of it. 
Okay, then once it cooled down, take a cotton ball and place it where the spots are. And it's a good, it, it really it helps rid the the mites or just anything oh. that's going on. Okay. Thank you, because that was the other thing I was wondering. I, I so feel like I want to put something on right, the lesions. Yeah. But the green tea, green tea for white, if it's a white area, fur, so it doesn't die, you know, but otherwise uh, dark tea. Okay. And then just put it on there, just sponge it on there for a little bit and try to do it when they're going to be busy with something else. So they don't turn and lick it. It gives it time to absorb into it. Okay. okay. Like so maybe, that would be something safe for them if yeah, they do lick it. Well, it's, it's, it's got, it's, it's got, well, it's got, um, whatever you call it, uh, ah, well, caffeine, you know what I mean? But so you're not okay. like dousing them, but you're just setting the cotton ball on there and lure, helping it get absorbed a little bit or just right. dab it a little bit, you know, type thing. So, but you okay. want time, like maybe get the laser light out, get them onto something so that it has time to soak in so and dry off. On something yes, else. exactly. Great. Okay, so that's what okay. I would do. That's great for any kind of uh, skin stuff is that t- black tea or the green tea. Black tea or green tea. And make sure that it's cooled down. Okay, don't put it on hot. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't. And just use that. a cotton ball. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay, kid. Well, well, thank that's, you. Um, very helpful. Good I, luck, um, and thank like you for. Thank, thank you for you all so you do. Much. You bet. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Hey, y'all, remember next week, uh, State Fair. Hopefully you're going to be out to the great Minnesota get-together. Either I'll see Brian or I'll see Rachel. I don't know who's coming out to be there, but I hope you'll be there. So uh, remember, there. Th- all good, 4 to 6 uh, next Sunday at the great Minnesota get-together. You guys have a great week and train on. Go to mytalk1071.com. Catch all the podcasts. Bye.